Hello, everybody. Merry Christmas Eve or Christmas Eve Eve. No, let's go with Merry Christmas Eve. I can I can at least thread that needle between one day and two days. So, <coughs> bless you. Welcome to the Sorry. second ever Six Feet Under Questions and Answers session. Uh, I wouldn't be I wouldn't blame you for forgetting we had this feature because the last one was like uh, eight years ago or so. So it's pretty simple. I'm just going on to our Tumblr, which is 13questions.tumblr.com, and I'm just going to pull out some of the asks that we have on here. But frankly, I don't know if I can highly recommend submitting your questions to be on a feature of this show, because like I said, this is the second one in eight years, so who knows when we'll get to it. But nevertheless, let's begin. Oh, here's an interesting mathematical question from my roommate, Nav. Which combinations of your eyes open and closed count as winking and blinking and or something else in your opinion? So this is kind of an interesting philosophical question on like what winking and blinking really mean. What do you think? What constitutes... Okay, let's say hypothetically a creature has three eyes like Nav. How many of them has to be closed for winking and how many have to be closed for blinking? I think that a wink is specifically one eye and anything more than that is blinking. Interesting. I think uh, I have a similar theory, which is that a blink is 100% of your eyes. Whereas a That's wink, what I was thinking, too. Whereas a wink is 50% of your eyes. I really oh. strongly disagree with you. I feel really I... passionately about it. A wink being 50% of your eyes would mean that a three-eyed creature would need to close one eye and half-close another one. So 1.5 eyes need I, to be closed. You have to think about what a wink is. Like a wink has a very specific like conversational meaning where you're trying to convey something. Like when you wink, you're conveying information. When you blink, you're not. And you know, only the one eye wink has any sort of like effect in that way. Like what is okay. what is blinking with two eyes? What is what is winking with three eyes do? Nothing. It doesn't mean anything. So it's blinking. That's well, my opinion. It's very strong. I think that blinking is all available eyes, or at least. A majority of them, an in, in, involuntary reflex to moisten your eyes as compared to a wink, which is usually more intentional. But you can blink deliberately and it's, and it's, still, a blur, still, a, it's still a blink. Yeah. I'm but sorry. Look, the real question is, if a creature has four eyes and it closes three of them, is it a trink? I mean, yes. Okay. Now, if it has five eyes and it blinks four of them, is it a quink? I'm just asking if the pattern holds. Take your time. There are no wrong answers, but this will be on the final exam. Jekyll, help me. Hmm. Well, going by uh, your own logic, though, if it is closed four eyes, it's not a blink anymore because it's more than one. Well, it's my thinking. I was just going along with what Ix was saying. I, I didn't want to rock the boat uh, for this answer, because cause it's not it's not a... Well I, well, I mean, I don't want to be... It's, like... I don't know. I feel like if you're making up a new word for something, like if you call something like a a quink or whatever, then, like, it no longer falls into the logic of not counting as a, as counting as a blink, because you're defining a meaning for it that's separate from winking. But if there's only two meanings, and that's winking and blinking, then it has to be a blink. But if there's other stuff in between, then there's more options. If you still follow what I'm saying. Hmm. It's hard to say. Another question that I think could spawn out from this is... Uh, 
if you have a creature that has three eyes, wouldn't it be able to sleep less because it is statistically able to catch 40 winks 33.3% faster? I like this line of thinking. That's, I mean, I can't, I can't say it doesn't make sense. It adds up for me, so. So we all agree on that one? Yes. All right. Okay. So in that case, we can close the book on that question. I'm sure that answers your question. Mm-hmm. Let's move on to the next one. Let's this one's for you specifically, poor weather. Oh, no. This question comes in from Anonymous. Is Margaret still married? She's mentioned her kids, but I can't recall hearing about her spouse. Uh, and we did, of course, dip into that a little bit in the ending of the 13th Age. But why don't you elaborate on Margaret's spouse? Uh, I don't know. Margaret's spouse is kind of a weird thing. Like, I don't know. We're supposed to be answering these questions like I've been, I've been a... I don't know. What am I saying? Uh, so, real talk. When I originally came, came up with the idea of Margaret having a spouse, it was basically on the spot. Like, I didn't really plan it in advance at all. And that was way back in, like, 2012. When we had just started off, uh, I think, I don't remember what session it was, it was one of the earliest adventures when it first got mentioned. Um, and initially I just had in mind Margaret's spouse to be like kind of a, I don't know, basically a regular human farming person or like just a, another kind of the very mathematical sort of average boring of a country human being. individual. Um, but eventually the thing came out, uh, came with Ironicus, which he, he came up with, which turned out that, you know, she was, um, actually, uh, Margaret's spouse was actually, um, uh, Lorette's, uh, uh, Lorette's, uh, brother. Uh, and I'm not really sure if I ever really considered again after that, like, what that would have implications that would be. Um, I guess, uh, on the spot, I would have to say that Margaret's spouse would probably be some kind of, like, professional word in the Empire. Probably like a, I wouldn't say, not a wizard, because Margaret would never marry a wizard, but probably like a, I don't know, um, somebody with a proper education, like a... Something stable? Something stable, Like an yeah, accountant? I don't know. Oh, then, why would he be living on a farm if that were the case? Maybe, maybe, maybe not, actually. Maybe he, uh, maybe, like, he was somebody who, Maybe he um, invested in his 401k early, so he was able to retire early to the farm. That's a, that's an idea. I was thinking well, maybe, 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 like... Or maybe Loretta is the one that left the country life to join the, the world. That's actually more interesting, in my opinion. I, that's a good idea, actually. Maybe Lorette is like the exception of the family who was unable to cope with living in the country like a bumpkin and decided to become like a, you know, a cosmopolitan city person with a high-tech career job. I actually like that idea. Well, thank mm-hmm. you, Yeah, that, that checks out. Um, so, well, I guess we can say that... Uh, I know, yeah, I, I defined a bit about Margaret's children. Like, I defined her daughter, Mary, at some point, like, pretty late on. I would like yeah. give her a bit of a story, but I um I never really put too much fond to her husband. I'd give him a name at some point, but I feel like it's eluding me right now. But uh, yeah, I basically probably John, like statistically speaking. Yeah, it's probably something pretty. Since something we said Margaret lines. had two point three kids, it's likely that her husband's name is John Smith Stone. Mm. <laughs> John <laughs> Smith Stone. A good solid name. Good solid name. Good reliable name. That's. I'd say good imperial name, but that's that's over now. That and Lorette changed her name. Lorette changed her name from Jane, probably. Yeah, just getting more exciting. No, her original name was Laura. Oh yeah, no, that makes way more sense. Okay. Yeah, that's that's basically. Yeah, I guess that's a good answer. I have one last, one last sub question before we move on. How does John Smith Stone feel about uh, what Lorette was getting up to? Uh, 
I mean, I'd imagine they probably don't uh talk that much. Um, I feel like he like his like their relationship was probably um sort of like he he's probably sort of uh, oblivious to the things that she actually does and just sort of supports her like no matter what. Like he probably says like, "Oh, I'm so you know, I'm so happy for you. I'm so happy that you're doing so well all the time." That was what I had in mind when we were doing um when that uh that came up for the first time back when uh on the beach was it when I think uh yeah and then Margaret waded into the ocean yeah. to avoid her sister-in-law yeah <laughs> I guess uh Margaret's uh Margaret's sister-in-law probably scares Margaret probably scared past tense Margaret a little bit uh back then she probably uh she probably became like kind of the the, the matriarch of uh, that side of the family like the wasn't she probably had all the money all of the influence um and uh you know uh, Margaret's husband was probably pretty uh a uh, pretty um pretty it was pr- he probably was kind of oblivious to like the darker side of the stuff she is doing whereas Margaret would let be less so because you know even though Margaret is very uh very stubborn in her thinking she's actually pretty smart so she probably was more informed as to the you know the terrifying nature of Lorette in truth um, Margaret is a smart boring no chocolate chips in it cookie that's yes sure and with that a plain sugar um, cookie a plain no just a plain cookie no sugar too extravagant. You just need just flour, eggs, of, and eggs, and that's it. Just a piece it. of hardtack. Yeah, and hardtack. Hardtack. So. Some salt. Uh, I completely forgot up at the start, but as you've probably guessed, uh, joining me this evening are Drackle and Poorweather. Hi. Hello. Let's move on to some Scarlet-focused questions, shall we? Mm-hmm. Here's a good one. Hey, Manuel, are you and Scarlet dating yet, since you love her so much? Unfortunately, it never quite worked out that way. Uh, especially after Manuel left to do his uh, his work at uh, Equinox. Tell us your headcanons. Well, I mean, Ante up, well, there motherfucker. Was, I think there was definitely some flirting going on there. I remember the uh, when we uh, that time we were dancing when there was that. I episode. don't actually. Sorry, that did happen. I don't remember what episode it was, but that happened. Uh, let's see. I don't remember every instance, but uh, we had a back and forth for most of the time we were in the party together. Was it like a Viva Pinata style dance? No, it wasn't okay. that kind of dance. Okay. We did not create a, a, a worm from dancing. <laughs> well, okay, if that's all you have to say on that subject, I have another one for you. Hmm? Scarlet, I love your hat. Where did you get it? Uh, it was a gift, actually. It oh. came from when I was in, uh, still in school. Uh, it was a, a gift from the uh, from the very nice lady whose place I stayed at while How I was in school. How many admirers did Scarlett have in school? I'm sorry, they came uh, out of nowhere. You don't have to answer that question. I'm not, not, I'm not, many, I'm not an official honestly. questionnaire on the blog, so you don't have to say answer it. <laughs> oh, I'm just getting a question uh, in right now from Poor Weather. How many admirers did Scarlett have? Not really. I wasn't exactly popular in school, if that's even possible to believe. Were you discriminated against because you were a lizard? Mostly, but also because I was, uh, I had learned magic before school a little bit, but most of the people that went to the school that I did had been trained their whole lives, and I kind of hadn't. So I wasn't very good at magic at the time. And so, What was the first spell you mastered? 
Probably Mage Hand, I would say. It's probably That's one of the most That's why I got basic, a lot of use. It's one of the most basic spells uh, that you can learn as a beginning wizard. And plus, and plus a lot of little, like, uh, making uh, sigils. Uh, and uh, I did a, a little bit of a fireball when I was uh, first learning. Dabbled in a little bit of fireball here and there. Mm-hmm. Oh, here's a good one. Scarlet, did you ever do any adventuring as a team with your brothers? And if so, did you have any cool combo moves? If by you mean uh, they would punch somebody until I had a charged up a fireball spell, which when you're first starting out can take quite a while, then yeah, I guess we did. So did you never levitate Beowulf to make him really light and then allow Algernon to throw him? We could definitely do it nowadays. It probably would have been too hard when we were when I was a teenager. Well, now you're the freaking wizard queen and I whatever. Like, now I you probably just... did some of that shit when you were rescuing your creepy clones. No, we could definitely, yeah. Uh, we, uh, our stuff, our fighting styles are a lot stronger nowadays, so. Name your Mario Kart stuff. Double Dash team right now. Uh, I mean, between us? Yeah, there's all, name all the possibilities. Well, I mean, uh, well, there's three of us, so it could be uh, Scarlet Algernon, Scarlet Beowulf. Beowulf yes, exactly. Algernon. That's what I'm saying. Name all the possibilities right now. Um, well, if you also include uh, who's driving and who's throwing items, uh, well, that's that's. The You're just making things much more complicated for yourself. Yeah, You're painting I'm, yourself into a corner here, and I'm excited to see how you crawl your way up the wall and across the ceiling. And so go. T- so if you want to talk uh, item, special items, uh, I think if Scarlet is in the item seat, she has a, a large fireball she can throw, a la the one used to kill, uh, what's his name? Scroat? Whatever his name was. That guy. Uh, I think Algernon would probably have, uh, let's see. So you wouldn't really be able to do much sorting from the back of a cart. Uh, but a super weapon. Boomerang sword. Mm-hmm. He could do or something. not boomerang sword. Frankly, he has like eighty. He can just throw him. He doesn't care. We could bring back that. Uh, we got a lot of use of the those um, magical uh, restraint things in the old D anD. d You know the thing that's like automatically wraps an opponent up. I remember those. Yeah, you could probably throw times. some of those out as traps. I think uh, never actually mattered, but all. Mm-hmm. And Beowulf can uh, uh, probably... There were a lot of things in 4th edition that didn't really matter once combined with the 80 other minuscule effects that were being piled onto everybody constantly. Yeah, it, was... mm-hmm. it didn't really and, matter um, that I ever flew in that game. No, uh, Beowulf no. can throw a... a, a, a probably Rock. some sort of a, a mini tornado or something. Kind of like he just, a tornado. He just does a lariat and it makes a tornado. You know yeah. how... Um, like, uh, who is it? Cody in Street Fighter can punch and then a little tornado comes out. Like, who can't do that, honestly? Listen, uh, I'll do one right now. That was amazing. Thank you. I think I have one last good Scarlet question here for you. Would Scarlet be cool if Mercury possessed her, or would she still be a dorky mage? Hmm. Like I'd like stuff. to think she'd be pretty badass, but she's already pretty badass. Probably just more so. A little angrier, so her fireballs would probably burn a lot hotter. I mean, it's a primordial spirit of anger, so I think to be fair, you would be a little little more than a little angrier. Yeah. 
Well, though, yeah. if you also want to include the dorkiness of her personality into it, then maybe she would just get really mad in a dorky sort of way. And so instead of making more... She would get really mad at other people's taste in fantasy romantic novels. <laughs> she would go on to the, the, to the mage net and uh, write very angry comments about uh, people's bad reviews of... Uh, and fanfics. Yeah. God, what a nightmare. I'm glad we were spared that fate when Mercury got Rip- stabbed on the end of a staff. Staff. I'm glad Rip ate him. That was before he got stabbed, wasn't it? Yeah. He got. He got. So. First of all, he was. First of all, he was possessing Rip. Then he got expelled for a while, and then he got eaten, and then he got stabbed. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Okay. And now I don't. We don't know where he is now. But, but I mean, I did read the rules for how that staff worked in the fucking podcast, so, you know, if you want to bring that staff into your own game, have fun. Take a sip, babies. Let's let's rapid-fire him. Oh, really? We want to rapid-fire him? Let's go. <laughs> Alrighty, time for some rapid-fire Margaret questions. Full Are power. you ready? Okay, okay. How do Margaret's kids feel about their mom being gone all the time? Uh, Mar- um... Uh, Margaret's son, who is the younger of the two, I think. Uh, did she have two or three children? Let me just check that. I wrote that here somewhere. 2.3. 2.3. No, I wrote, I specifically defined the Margaret's amount of children as somewhere in my, in my Margaret document. Margaret.doc. Okay, it says here Margaret has two children. I feel like that's wrong, but let's accept it anyway. Um, <laughs> I feel like I her, mean, you sure had two in the ending, but go. I feel like her younger child, her son, probably doesn't really care very much, uh, because he's probably more, uh, more like, you know, it's probably spends more time with, uh, with, uh, his father anyway, and also is probably, uh, more, uh, support, more like, um, a bit younger and so less, uh, so cares less, and also probably a bit more, uh, you know, probably a bit more into the whole imperial myth thing, so he's probably more, more happy about her going off and buying stuff and just sending money home. I've defi- I decided that her daughter Mary probably was a bit so frustrated with her, and that's probably why she becomes more rebellious in the future. Uh, that checks like... out. Okay, yeah, okay. Move on. Next one. Next question. Margaret, what do you think of your fellow party members so far? Oh, well, This is an old this question. Yeah, so like the, far. Like the first question ever. The Basically. first question that Margaret ever got. What do you think uh, your party members so far? Should I be doing this from perspective of Margaret early in the story or from later on later in the story? I don't know. Just say whatever comes yeah. to mind. Yeah, early uh, on. Let's do, uh, let's do answers for both then. At the start, when Margaret first met Scarlet, she thought she was like a useless, ma- a useless mage, and also she thought Dragonborn were like weird creatures from another dimension, and she was kind of scared of them and worried about them. No. Towards the end, she started respecting Scarlet as like the only person who was down to earth in the team, and uh, also she thought magic was alright, I guess. Now do um, Nav. And then fuck everybody else because they're not here. Oh, uh, well, how did Nav? Oh, about, about Nav. Uh, I feel like Mar- initially Nav was probably the character that Margaret just trusted the most, considering he was like a undead abomination oh. and also like did something really weird of a cat in like a boat. Oh, sorry, um, I misheard you. I thought he said trusted the most, and I was intrigued, but no, no she, that checks out a lot she more. She trusted him the most. Okay, well, yeah, that sorry. makes that makes sense. Uh, anyway, um, uh, she probably uh, got some reluctant respect for Nav at the Nav towards the end. Uh, but I feel like uh, when they died, it was a bit too. Uh, it was a bit too early, so uh, she probably never got like um, closure. Got, she probably never had time to develop like the level of respect she got for everyone else in the party by that point. But probably like I don't know, with the actions after the fact, she probably became a bit more accepting of the things that they were up to. Do you want to do all the characters or just stop yeah. there? Beca- just, no, I, that's I it. One. Beca- what? Uh, what? What is? What does Margaret think of Scarlet now that she's teaching her daughter magic? 
Uh, she probably thinks uh, immediately as soon as she as soon as she heard that, she probably immediately reverted to hitting Scarlet. <laughs> That's great. I love that. That's, That's perfect. Don't change a thing. <laughs> Are you more accepting of Nav after his estate had autographed portraits sent to everybody? Uh, autographed port. Margaret probably thought that was obnoxious. Vanity Good. Is, is it uh, still is hanging up? Vanity is the doom of men. She probably still has it. Good. Probably hangs it up in the you know the the don't be like this room. <laughs> the don't be like this oh. room is your trophy room of the entire adventure, and like. <laughs> Your son was like took that the completely wrong way and became an adventurer too. That's that's terrible. What a terrible thing to happen. <laughs> All right, next question, Margaret. Do you ever think of your fellow party members like your children? No. Next All right, question. there you have it. Like next other question. Children. Margaret, do you keep in contact with your family? Are you as strict with your children as the par- your party members, or do you have a soft spot for them and they're a little spoilt? How about anyone from your military career? Have you kept in touch? What was your proudest moment in the service? Finally, when was the last questions. time you weren't scowling? Let's let's turn it back a little bit. Okay, so a bit of backstory here. At one point in the campaign, I was actually going to like write some letters from Margaret to her, like to her children, which I would have posted in the thread. Oh, we all had grand designs for keeping up with extra things. That's, uh, well, you know, by now it should be clear that I'm the least reliable person in this entire group, so uh, obviously I did not do that. And that's not an easy title to rest from (laughs) the rest of our hands. Uh, But no, she, I was, I had in mind that she was pretty strict with her children, probably uh, a little more gentle with her, uh, with her younger son. Uh, I imagine that Margaret would be actually pretty, pretty, uh, pretty affectionate to what, despite what, despite the joke about hell, you know, the, Hello, husband. I trust everything is going well. Stuff. I imagine she was probably a little bit more affectionate with her husband and a little bit more. You still uh, definitely wrote letters like that, but he knew what you actually meant. Yeah, probably. Um, so yeah, probably. Did she just a, refer to him as husband. But definitely not to the extent that she was like bitter towards the party with her children. She's Margaret's not actually a bad parent. Well, not a completely bad parent. She is just uh, has a very strong idea of how things ought to be. What was the next part of the question? Sorry, that's kind of dumb. How about anyone from your military career? Have you kept in touch? Oh, military career. Um, so early on, I had the idea of a side character for Margaret, who would be somebody who I think her backstory came out at some point about how she like messed up during like a, working as like an official delegation to like the Elven embassy, Elven like embassy or whatever. Um, I initially had in mind an idea for her to like have a um, have like a another person who got fired for who got uh, you know discharged from the military for the same reason as her. Uh, but, like, turned to crime after the fact, and there would be, like, a confrontation oh. with them eventually. And she would have kept up with them, and it would have, you know, been, like, a moral quandary. But I, I also dropped that idea because I'm useless, so... Because we had seven fucking players, and there wasn't Yay. time for anything. That, there you go. There's some behind the scenes for you. Take a sip, babies. Second time said this episode. Was that the end? Uh, or is there more? No. What was the proudest moment in the service? Uh, proudest moment in the service was probably when Margaret, uh, probably ended towards the, you know, the... Last big battle with the orcs. Uh, I don't actually have a good answer for that. I, I don't have anything predefined. I'm sorry. That's fine. When was the last time you weren't scowling? Uh, never. No, that's Got probably it. not true. Probably before, probably, um... I believe Margaret smiled at some points during the story. Uh, she probably smiled and they were at Axis at some point. No, actually, they were fighting the whole time there, so probably not. Uh... Actually, having finished the story the last time she was, uh, the last time she was not scowling was during the epilogue, obviously, but... Uh, well. I'm not sure if that counts. Alright. That's fine. Next question. Does Margaret have the same connection to the Elf Queen other elves do? 
Uh, How much does she hate being reminded of this connection if it exists? Mara probably has the connection, but probably is diminished. Uh, she's probably gotten into such the, such a habit of like feeling disconnected from elves and like magic stuff in general uh, that she just doesn't really experience it anymore, even if it is sort of there. Um, I have a good like Mar- old school elf lore question for you. Oh, go ahead. So, like classic classic ass fantasy is that instead of sleeping, elves just go into trances and they commune with each other and whatever. Is that in so? My right? question is. Does Margaret sleep, or does she do that stuff? Well, yes, it's in Thirteenth Age. Oh. It's in everything uh, in the world. I think. Uh, let me check my let me check my Margaret notes uh, for a moment there. Margaret dot doc. I do have a, a few Margaret notes, some of which are very old. There are some very embarrassing things I read about Margaret early on that I um decided against. Oh, it says that yeah, uh, yes, Margaret. Uh, Oh, apparently. Wow, I, I forgot about writing this. Uh, she said says that she uh, she does meditate, uh, but through like her um, uh, because she has been because she wait that's a really dumb idea. Let's go scratch it. Let's say let's, let's, let's say she does and just ignore and just uh, pushes out the the you know or just rejects like the old the super elfy spiritual stuff. I don't think she a solitary meditation. Margaret is not like or a, a Margaret's not like a special. State. She's not like a half elf or someone who like is. Has like a magical ability to resist her elven elvenness. She just has is really stubborn. There's no like special aspect to it. So I have another question about Margaret's family, which we've already discussed. But part of it is okay. any details about your kids, their hopes and dreams, personalities, etc. Uh, so hopes and dreams, I think, <laughs> is the good one to focus on for Mary and what's his face. I have this in another document. Holy cow. Uh, Margaret's daughter Mary's hopes and dreams uh, were pretty much always academic in nature, although it wasn't always so sure she would become a wizard. Uh, but she always like was more inter- more scholarly than Margaret, and was more interested in like big city stuff and going to going to school. She also has like uh, some political aspirations. Like she feels uh, she is a politically opinionated person, uh, as it was probably briefly hinted at during the. Uh, wait, has, that hasn't happened yet. Oh dear. Uh, Wink. Well, well, you know, you just take that at you will. Anyway. Uh, Margaret's son is probably more, uh, probably more imitative of Margaret. Uh, his hopes and dreams are probably to become a soldier, maybe to become an archer specifically. Um, I guess that answers the question. I guess so. The next one is, what does Margaret think of dark elves? That there are dark elves in Thirteenth Age. Yeah, it's weird oh. that they never came up specifically, but yeah. I, I told you, I didn't even realize they were in the setting. Uh, three branches of the elven people. We've never really gotten to specifics of the three branches. We kind of just had elves yeah, in general. Yeah, we kind of glazed over it a little bit. Um, but then again, that was also kind of part of our plot, that the previous elf queen had uh, like was doing her own weird stuff. Hmm. She didn't so much unite them as she was distracting all of them equally with like a weird uh, yeah. look. Yeah. She was weird. What does Margaret think of dark elves, or are they just like all other elves? Uh, since I have no, since I do not have enough prerequisite knowledge of what kind of dark elves they are, like they're not, I don't know if they're more like drow or more like traditional dark elves. Uh, I'm just gonna say elves that she, is the same, I guess. I'm just gonna say that she also thinks all elves are basically equal, and she does not have like a strong opinion on dark elves in particular. If she did, if she just she did have an opinion, it would probably be, you know they are just you know they're the only ones afraid to. At least they're honest about what they're doing, is probably what she'd say. Wow, that's really fucked up. That's... That's Margaret. Next question. (laughs) The next one is, is there a VFW in this universe, and is Margaret a member? I don't know what VFW stands for. 
VFW is from the children's book series, A Series of Unfortunate Events, and it's this oh. ill-defined, good or bad or neutral organization that, like, every character is a member of. But it's like, are you the good VFW or the bad VFW? And as far as I got out of it, it was basically meaningless, and they never really explained it. So uh, I guess the question is, is Margaret part of any kind of society? Um, I don't think Margaret is involved in any sort of Freemasonry, no. That's, uh... Okay, there you have it. No. She's not, she's not cultured enough. She wouldn't be able to, and she doesn't do good at rituals. If you can explain the VFW to me in one tweet, that's fine. Otherwise, uh, I don't want to hear it. Now, the next question. Let's just go through every fucking Margaret question in the entire universe, okay? I'm still, still got some energy. Keep it up. Alright, let's go until you're dead. At what point does the party get to meet the Elvish court's equivalent to Margaret? Uh, well, that never happened, so... Well, you get to invent the Elvish equivalent to Margaret, I guess, then. But Margaret is an elf, so, like, it would be have no, to be a human up. who is really into elves. Oh, um, and it's an otaku. No, that's, uh, I don't know, there probably is, like, a human who's somewhere in the... Uh, actually, I guess that pretty much describes the Archdruid. Like, a human who lives, like, in... The Archdruid, a new icon. Yeah, like someone who like lives in the woods and engages in all sorts of weird elven customs. There's probably there's probably more of those than there are people like Margaret because you know it's really something about yeah, elves can... kind of tempts weird people. I imagine. <laughs> Margaret, if the emperor personally gave you a direct order to like elves and their traditions, what would you do? I'd do it. Well, she Margaret uh, puts you know the emperor before the empire before everything else, except for right at the end there. Oh, except for right at the end there, yeah. Well, this, I'm assuming that is from, that is more of a general, I'm assuming these questions are really old, so that's more of a general market question. Shh, no, they're all fresh. I just got them. That's Definitely sick. not very old. Very, very old. Yeah, she, Margaret is, for her, devotion to the Empire Emperor becomes first. Although, whether she do that successfully is never matter entirely, but she would definitely try. I would, I imagine your teeth get ground down to about half their original height. That would be a pretty grisly sight. She wouldn't be able to close her mouth properly. I have a general question that you can answer. Who is objectively the cutest member of the party? Uh, hmm. This, this is a question to me, uh, Porover, as opposed to Margaret, the character. Oh, both. Whichever. Uh, Margaret would probably say, uh, Manuel. Um, I would probably say, uh, hmm. Does Margaret say that out of the misguided understanding that fluffy animals are teddy bears? I don't know. Without Mar really understanding either, or is Margaret a furry? <laughs> I'm not going to comment on that, but Margaret, um... Margaret, Interesting. Uh, Margaret probably likes Manuel for his loyalty running. for the Empire, uh, at least, and she considers that an endearing quality. I now have an audio file of you saying Margaret likes Manuel, so interesting. That's... Very interesting. Add a character, I don't know, maybe I personally, it's hard to say, I guess maybe Mint? No. Mint, maybe, uh, I guess Bella can be cute sometimes. Uh, Nav was cute sometimes, kind, kind of, and you know, that, that certain meaning of cute. That certain grisly way. particular sort of cuteness. Nav was kind of cute in the same way that, like, kawaii culture is actually filling the same role in Japanese society that punk culture did in Western society. Yeah, I, I, I see what you mean. And that he sucks. Oh, that's, that's hard. But in a good way. Anyway, let's see the next question in here. 
How can I be as cool as Margaret? Uh, archery lessons. Um, archery lessons. There you have it. It's that uh, easy. Also, uh, you don't want to be like Margaret. She, she's, she's real bad. Like the only time Margaret are good is when is good when she's less like Margaret. If you ever think that Margaret might be okay, then go back and remember the lecture that she gave when you when she got the book from the first uh, first Empress. Really. Elaborate on that. You you got you remember that, don't you? Like when she mailed yes, she I, went on I, the I freaking gave it to you. Uh she I mean the rant that she gave afterwards you set to like that uh that uh what was it again? It's like the The rant oh yeah, the Imperial Emblem March or National Emblem March, yeah, excuse me. That's what was like the Battle Hymn of the Republic for a second, but that's right. Uh, <laughs> she uh She's Margaret. Yeah, she gives and yeah, she She's a bit, a bit terrible. So don't, you don't want to be Margaret. Margaret. Margaret doesn't so much have hidden depths as much as she is just solid all the way through, like a rock. Yeah, well, Margaret's and like who, you know. If you shave away the layers, you will just find more rock. But boy, is it a lot of rock. It's a lot of. That's why her name is Margaret Stone, because she's made of rock. That's. I don't know if you ever listened to the microscope session, but we uh, decided that. <laughs> See, because I named a dwarf character in that stone without thinking, and then it, you know, it just kind of became canon that that was Margaret's ancestor. Oh, how would Margaret be related to a dwarf? I don't know. I mean, can is that even possible in the setting? Sure, why not? I well, makes sense to me. I, Although I feel like I'm running. Have her adoptive ancestor because you know she came from. That was actually the last Margaret question I had, so now we're free to get into how the various fantasy races reproduce. Oh, I uh, actually... What was the exact last question? It was just how cool you were. Oh. How to be as cool as you were. We were still on that. We were just just way off. Way off. We just got way off. I see. Look. Oh, uh, how do they fuck? Since we're talking about Margaret, I actually have her original name written in this uh, in this document. Oh, interesting. Uh, which is before she was uh, abandoned as a one-year-old elf. And World exclusive. Maywin de Lafrel. No, oh, that's super elfy. Yeah, it's kind of. I tried to make the elfiest name as I could. No, I think you got it. You know. Though, what does it have? Like a lot of Y's. Yeah, and it's a lot of Y's, L's? a lot of apostrophes. Yeah, so like uh, with apostrophe I and then. Uh, the ends are like the Celtic N. Yeah, I definitely was using the same Northern European inspiration for Nav's name. That I that probably shown through without the Y's and L's in that too. Oh, I mean, for goodness' sake, Eel was in his name. I I'm not sure if you're being serious right now, but I accept. I am being serious. <laughs> Why would I lie about the origins of a name? Like, oh yeah, this will be a real good joke. I'll say that it's Northern European. I'm, I'm sorry, I. Jeez. Well, that was the last Margaret question I had. We got through all of them. So I guess with that brutal disenchantment of my origin story, sorry. that's that's going to be it for tonight. And I think we're going to end this Q&A section with the very same song that I've been using as Margaret's theme song, which is, again, the National Emblem March. So let the smooth, overly patriotic tunes carry you away into the dis- good night and tomorrow it's Christmas. For the Empire. Good night, everybody.